That's my breathe. That is my breathe. My breathing uh, alarm. I should have went up earlier in the traffic. <laughs> Yo, welcome to Beards and Bars. Your place for rapid fire hip hop discussion and of course, great beer. I am Kamal Kiddo. OT the Golden Child. Thank y'all for checking out our last episode. Before you do anything else, if you are not subscribed to the podcast, whether it be YouTube or the podcast app, Spotify, uh, Apple, all that kind of stuff. Make sure yeah. you subscribe, like, comment, all that kind of stuff. Uh, back in a familiar place with a familiar face. Mm. Um, third show. Third show at Rev. Is this our this third show? Only? Third. Only our third? We did. We had one. a couple pandemic ones in there. Yeah, yeah, virtually. yeah. Oh, yeah. In the space. In the space. Okay. Yeah, man. In the space. We're here at Revolution Brewing. Uh, what's the official address? Tap Room and Brewery, 3340 North Kedzie. There you go. We're here with John Carruthers. Um, I forget your title here, John. It's Director of Communications. Different since the last show. Mmm. Ooh. Yeah, I'm on the up. No, 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 no. no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Man, we, we've been cool with John forever now, probably about six, seven years. Um, yeah. we, we, we text chat every once in a while. And um, I think for like a year and a half, we've been like, we got to get back in rev. We got to get back in rev, you know. He let us know that the new uh, Deep Wood series has just dropped. This is seasonal, right? Yeah, really. It's kind of throughout. Like now we have one in the summer, too, but mm. it's a uh, special occasion beer. We'll call it that. OK, OK. Um, and so we're going to check those out today. Um, along with talking about some other things that Rev has going on, John has going on. Uh, so let's get into it. What are we drinking, fellas? Yeah. Let's start with, with the lightest one, 14.8%. Okay. I'll let you do your thing. Star, barrel-aged imperial oatmeal stout. This, wildly enough, is, uh, you know, barrel-aged between one and two years. Okay. Blended. Great stuff. Find it anywhere. This is actually the same price it was when I started working here. Okay. Mm. How many things do you know that are the same price now as before? The, that is a great point. The whole 2020. Uh, nothing at all. But it's also a good beer. That's the most important okay. point. I'm just a cheap, uh, generally cheap person. So I, we've had, I've had, we've definitely had this before, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, this is annual. I mean, this is like one of the main heavy hitters of the whole Deepwood lineup. So okay. Stuff goes in and out, but there's always a, a D star okay. like every year. What's the ABV on this one again? 14.8. 14.8, uh-huh. You did a, like you were, like you were drinking wine. <laughs> I did. Savor it. Savor yeah, the man. aromas. Mm. I always like that, uh, that thick, syrupy, waft of a smell, man. Yeah. That's, uh, the oats in there go a long way. Okay. So like a lot of these beers you'll have are like imperial stout, a little yeah. thinner. Um, plus, when you add more alcohol, I mean, when you have more alcohol in something, it's always going to be thinner. It's yeah. on the palate alcohol is. Gotcha. Uh, but you add oats in there, it's texture, body, volume. Okay. Nice flavor, too, if you're into like oatmeal. For sure. Um, I usually, so whenever you guys do a release and I get beer, I try to save as many of these as I can for like the winter time, which obviously, you know, this is that time. Um, well, so this, the three that we have here, this was the most recent release, right? So this was released before that. This okay. was October release. Ooh. Um, but it is now, uh, you're watching out, this is out in distribution all across the great Midwest. Mm. Oh, wow. And this particular one, how long did this one sit in 
single barrel score? So we blend kind of different uh, different components, like some are dry, some are sweet, and they'll spend different time in different barrels, but it's at least a year, up to two years on some of these barrels. Okay, that's what's up. Wow. And occasionally like an old, old one sneaks in, and sometimes you have like kind of just a wild year with that. Okay. Mm. Oh, don't, you want to go off for all of it? <laughs> Why not? I got, got a lot of beer to drink. I got some other beer to drink here. Exactly, that's so true. That's definitely true. I mean, that's the endorsement right there. Empty glass. These are these are always strong. That's why I always associated with the cold and the sea, the cold seasons. Yeah. Because they're heavy. Fourteen percent ABV, right? It's it's fourteen eight. I mean, honestly, and if you're the kind of person who just to pull a random example, like works for a brewery and takes this stuff home for free occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. Goes good in a stew, like a little touch or a chili, like just a little extra secret ingredient. You can make a real good like bread with stout. Okay. Um, but spend, you know, for a four pack, you probably want to drink it, but okay. yeah. if, you're, if you're ever looking for something to do with like a little extra barrel aged stout, uh, yeah. has multiple culinary applications. Okay, okay. So let me ask, um, Every time you you all drop a Deepwood series, how many beers are in that assortment? It's usually between two and three, you know. Um, okay. And like some of them stay here at the brewery, and some of them go out onto shelves at like liquor stores, beer stores, and all that. Mm -hmm. um, usually have at least one that goes pretty wide, uh, and then one or two that are kind of brewery only. Get people yeah. come here in the pub and have a pour and enjoy. Um, we also have usually like four draft variants on, so like. Mm -hmm like single barrels of something or something with different fruits or barrels or different adjuncts or blends. And those are only on uh, draft, you know, yeah, I come in and, and try them here only for as long as they last. A lot of them are like true one-offs where like we have one barrel of something and it's yeah. tasting great. Mm -hmm. And when we're done, it's done. Okay. And so do you all, like I've seen Death's Tar before. I've seen, which one is this one? Life Jacket, it's a new one. I've seen, I don't know if I've seen Life Jacket See the first year for it. Got you. Trop so do tropical you barley wine for the summertime. So yeah. do you do you add a new do you add a new one every every series? Yeah, there's usually something new. Um, just because you want to try new techniques, you want to try new ingredients, you want to just give people something they haven't had before. Yeah. Like there's yeah. always like there's always straight jacket. There's always deep star. There's always Ryeway to heaven. Um, some things come by every couple of years, like yeah. BSOJ or something. But then yeah. there's like stuff like dark mode we did last year was, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. was a milk stout. Yeah. Um, and we don't put lactose in a whole lot. So it was a pretty one-off thing. And then VSO dark mode. And then, you know, we won't make those again for a while. But, yeah, it's nice to have things in and out. Sometimes things are made once and not again. And sometimes we bring them back just because people want to keep drinking it. Yeah. Got you. Um, one second. Well. John still has it. We don't oh, yeah, sorry. I'm not much of a drinker. No, <laughs> no you're good. You're good. Um, but, you yeah, know, this is all. I, I always remember this one as being one of my favorites. It's like, like I say, it's one that I try to keep. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know, man. It, I mean, they're all good. Yeah. I think this, I always try to remember a couple for, because for the past couple of years, we've been doing like our favorite beers at the end of each year. And I, I don't know if this made it last year, but I know one of these made it. I, for, I forget it. Not I'm one of partial, these, one of the, yeah. Yeah, I'm partial to the barley wines, actually. He all, yeah. Yeah. Well, we, well, and on a, we got two barley wines. Okay. Should we get See? into So this is, this, is, this is the silly one. This is the one from July. It's barley wine with mango, guava, passion fruit, coconut, 
next time. Okay. Life jacket. That's the Try, one. You know, like this is jean jacket weather. This is jean shorts weather. There are two continuums mm. of beer. There you go. Mm. And what is the ABV on this one? Oh, I like the color already. You can tell it's, no, it's got that yeah. good barley wine kind of absolutely hue. So we put them on the bottom on a lot of these. This is fifteen point zero four. People, please 15. drink responsibly. Slightly more than this. So We're so stepping it's, up. It's more than Death Tar. It is. Are we going up each time? Yeah. The Belgians really? taught me that when I went on a tour over there. Yeah? Yeah, I think they all just go to bed super, super tired. Ooh. Yeah, you can see like barley wine as opposed to stout got that nice kind of ruby golden color to it. And this yeah. has got a little different than the barley wine color just because of that tropical oh. fruit in there. Obviously a lot, lot more sweet up front, right? You know, you get those. What, what's in it again? Let me see. Oh, so yeah. mango, guava, yep, passion fruit, coconut, definitely. Yep. It's, 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 it's sweeter. Yeah. It's fruitier. Yeah. But. And it's, we it's, have like some like reggae music in the background. So it's like perfect for, we got a perfect pairing right now that's happening right now. We, got we all want to date us, but it is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. We're all pretty chill around here today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, this is a banger, man. But this is kind of, this is kind of a cool thing where it's like this beer, it's tropical, right? Yeah. It's fruity. The actual sugar content in this beer isn't that nuts. Like uh -huh. a lot of what we're perceiving as sweet is aroma and it's flavor, but it's not necessarily straight up sugar. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, this is a 14% beer. Yeah. There's plenty of sugar in it, but uh, it's not like a sugar bomb. It's not something that you're gonna yeah. like, you know, okay. get the, the, you're gonna get like overly saturated with. Like you can, you can go through a can of this uh, and not feel like you're just crunching the last few bites between your teeth. Um, yeah, this is the one I wanted to try. I'm uh, partial to the the fruitier drink. Yeah. But um, I'm sorry, I forgot to I forgot your umbrella. <laughs> Seriously, man, this is like. Uh, so, what's the process when you have ingredients like? Um, Good call. Yeah. Mango, guava, passion fruit. Coconut. From a barrel age standpoint, sure. yeah, yeah. From See, a barrel age, right. Yeah. I mean, you gotta find out what makes sense. We knew we wanted to go tropical, but we didn't say, I want, you know, we want this concentration of fruits. We kind of took a look at different fruits and like different fruit products, right? Like you're not peeling mangoes and tossing them into the fermenter. It's yeah. more, you know, like you're using purees or, or something like that. And you wanna make sure you get something that's like not all sugar, not all fiber. Um, and see how it stands up to a like the base beer itself. Like this is a pretty dry straight jacket that we start with because yeah, that yeah. fruit's coming in. How it stands up to the barrel and expresses itself both outside, but doesn't like paper over the barrel. Yeah. You know, it's like we yeah. we rent these we rent this beer like beautiful little 55 gallon studio apartments for a year plus. We don't want to just completely erase that. Um, yeah. And from there, it was like try, you, you kind of dial in and out different concentrations. Um, a lot of times, what that means is like different dosing rates and different crowlers yeah. and then tasting them side by side to see which ones express the way you want. Okay. Um, so I uh, had a few of these test batches, but like I could not even tell you how many we did. Like when we're doing something this big and this like different, yeah. we always make sure to, you know, try it enough times where you're like absolutely sure. So you don't try a new turkey recipe on Thanksgiving. You, yeah. uh, you know, you fine tune it, you hone it, you do practice turkeys. So am I the only one who does practice turkeys? <laughs> so how long did that process take before you said 
This is it. Ooh, good question. So this probably, uh, you know, this is like Marty Scott, you know, our barrel guy, yes. master of the craft. Um, yeah, yeah. He was probably working on this for several months, like from the, I mean, this beer came out in July of this year. He was probably dialing in like at the end of last year. And that's as some of the barrels were still coming to fruition as we were still sourcing, you know, the fruits and then, you know, a crowler top is a different technique than like doing an entire batch of beer, you know, just kind of yeah. building new processes and making sure that the, the end result tastes as good in here as it did in those test batches that he wanted to. I mean, it could be like months and months, like okay. not even, yeah. there's so many spreadsheets, like this is the least exciting part <laughs> people. Like that's where the magic <laughs> happens in barrel aged beer and brewery is like spreadsheets. People don't right. know how everything right. sales, man. You know, we've, we've, got, we've got the sugar concentration on each, we've got dosing rates, we've got the age of the barrels and like, all these little numbers move left and right in ways that'll make your eyes bleed, but no, that, I, I get you. that is where the magic comes mm. from. Um, but I'm sorry to be so unromantic about it. No, let me, <laughs> let me ask, is this, how many, well, is this one of the only ones that you guys have that is uh, brewed with like different types of fruits and whatnot? Because I don't really remember like, you know. Uh, this many, I mean, this is a veritable fruit salad, but we always usually have a fruited, um, a fruited stout. There's always like a fruited version of D-Star every year. We do like D-Star, we do Cafe, which is the coffee with coffee from Dark Matter. Okay. There's a fruited one. It's usually like raspberries, cherries, or plums, all mm. three of which really have that tartness. Maybe the sweetness, but you like you want a counterpoint to something, you know, to give something new uh -huh. that isn't like, you know, coffee and that isn't just like the base stout. Like you take that rich kind of fudgy chocolate you get from barrel aged stout, yeah. and then you add something that's like raspberry, like super tart, or plums, super sweet, or cherries, which that's is kind of a, tripping, yeah. a balance yeah, of, of plums. Yeah, 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 all that. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big plums fan, but I think cherries is probably our most popular. Yeah. Mmm. Okay. Mmm. Yeah. Um, this is. This is pretty good. Yeah, I don't want to move on to this. So I don't want to move on to the next one yet because I want to keep. For sure. This is a flex sure. to me. Like, For I hope sure. I'll get one of these today because I'm bringing this out tomorrow at Thanksgiving because I'm hosting it this year. And this is one of those beers I'm going to pull out like, yo. You know what? Y'all um, need to. Uh, I know, and you won't make my mistake. You're going to buy the pack of Umbrellas a Jewel before you go. <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk a bit about some, uh, some upcoming, if you, if you can, any upcoming events that Rev is having or. So, I mean, like one big thing, we took Antihero and we put him into the major sports, right? Yeah. We got wow. football cans of Antihero right now. We got hockey coming up, basketball, baseball. All the ways that it can make you sad to be a Chicago sports fan, we got Antihero in them. Yeah. But it's not just like packaging. We're also doing these kind of fun like sports activations and screenings. We're making merch, like limited edition merch. Okay. And if you pull out a gold Antihero can from one of your like sports mark packs, you know, between now and Buy baseball. Sports pack anti-hero. You get a contract. You get to join the anti-heroes. Okay. You know, we don't we don't pay what the Ricketts can pay, but you get some pretty cool swag and you get stuff that you can only get as a member of the anti-heroes revolution family. Okay. Yeah, that's what we are. We're a family. For sure, for sure. Um now we're talking about these beers. One beer that uh I know OT Yeah, talk about it, yeah has been drinking lately non-beer right is here. the non-beer <laughs> super zero yeah that's super, super zero, zero. Um, as i work on my sobriety some days okay all right now i'll put i'll just put that one on the screen but um how did that come about like why do the non-beer for a beer company a brewing revolution brewing is making a non-beer drink what's it called what's it called 
right? So it's hop water. Yeah, right? hop water, sparkling yeah. hop, super zero sparkling hop water. And, you know, A, it's nice to drink something at our desks without getting written up for it that we make. So that's nice. But, you know, I mean, it's like, the, we realize not everyone drinks all the time. Like, you want to have an offering. You want to have something for people, like, at all stages. Yeah. And, you know, you could come here and you can get non-alcoholic or you could go to the pub and engage with Revolution and not have beer and, like, have a burger or something. But, you know, in terms of, like, Revolution out there on the shelf at, like, Jewel, Mariano's, Binnie's, there's no revolution that you can take home and just kind of be like, I'm not drinking today and still kind of have a revolution product. Mm. Um, so we did this and it was also something we could make high quality with like relatively few ingredients, like nothing processed, nothing artificial. It's hops, it's water, and it's citric acid that is in every canned product that is shelf stable. Hops and water, and that's kind of it. Yeah. Um, we've been taking an absolute like ton home. Like our employees blasted through the test pilot batch, oh, yeah. and then we had to make a second one. Um, yeah. mm. This is also cool that we can like send this right to your door. You cannot legally do that with beer. However, we send Super Zero anywhere in the lower 48, just right to your doorstep. Oh yeah. Now, excuse my ignorance, because I'm sure there are other people that may not be aware of this, but I thought hops gave beer its uh flavor not so much it's flavor but it's uh alcohol. it's alcohol content ah uh, that's all that's all like how grains. yeah that how does that work where is hop water uh, yeah the hops like were originally a preservative right they keep the beer from spoiling along with alcohol content over long journeys that we don't really have to put beer through anymore now like I in present it. day exactly mm. they, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they they really form like the flavor and aroma base of kind of every beer. Like people like say they're sick of IPA or whatever, but all IPAs are not alike. I mean, there's so much flavor and aroma variance in IPAs and, and in hops that like they have this, they're kind of this like micro industry onto themselves within beer where it's like mm -hmm. hop breeders and farmers are creating these new hops all the time. Like beer is such an ancient tradition, like, you know, sugar gets fermented and becomes alcohol is like, yeah. You know, the first, trace that back to the first puddle in a Sumerian granary. Mm -hmm. But uh, hops, like, what, what in beer is new and ever-evolving? It's hops. Like, people are growing new things, yep. and, you know? As, like, different areas go through different, like, climate cycles, they are thinking of things that are, like, flavorful and drought-resistant or more, you know, more yielding. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty cool. So we're at this point where the two hops in super zero are these two super new school hops i wouldn't have known them five years ago because they were just like a dream in some breeding company's head i mean it's nectaron and it's sabro and it's I love sabro yeah sabro is great and that's the older of the two yep but you get a lot of like tropical coconutty thing um nectaron you get this really cool peach ring deal that is delicious and the two of those together in sparkling water like i vastly prefer this to a lot of other non-alcoholic options when i'm trying to scratch that itch yeah. for beer and that's the thing there for me, for, for why I, you know, so I bought the, I bought um, a six pack of the hop water when I was here picking up some, uh, I just wanted some beer. I bought that. I bought the collab with Punky Town oh, yeah. and I picked up some deep wood and I got home and I was like one day when I did want to have beer and I'm like, I taste it. I'm like, this is like, like I can really taste out the, like the hops in this. Like it's pretty good. Like if you like beer. You know, it's a good alternative. So that's yeah. what I, my my favorite thing someone said about it was like I brought unlabeled test cans of it to a cooking event I was doing, and it was like you know I don't drink while we're cooking. Like I got some highlights in the fridge for later, but like here, try this. And then like person popped it, drank it, and said, 
Ah, that's good. That's water that scratches the itch. And I'm like, it scratches the itch. That's, there you go. Yeah, put it on yeah. the billboard. Absolutely. And I think it does. It's pretty good, man. Pretty good. Um, let's, let's, let's go. Yeah, let's crack let's, this let's go last up. one. You ready? Let's go all the way up. Yeah. Double barrel VSOJ. 16.8. Wanted to double check for you. Jay gives his cosign in the corner. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Right. Jay's Shout had a bad morning because of this one, I'm sure. Blackbeard Baron, right. Shout out to Blackbeard Baron right now. <laughs> this is, so Straight Jacket is our barley wine, right? VSOJ, very special Old Jacket, is our barley wine aged two to three years. This is double barrel VSOJ. Two to three year barrels, then rehomed in a second barrel. Pick up that extra oak character, a little bit of extra um, octane, as you could tell from the bottom of the can and just all these amazing oxidized sugar and American oak components that just like fly out at you. This is the biggest, baddest barley wine we have. Mm. And like, we can only really release this every few years because it takes a very long That's time to wind up the right kind of haymaker. That's great. So. All right, yeah. This is um, the one that I said I wanted to taste. So yeah, go ahead, go ahead. But. With you doing this, have you ever run across like different, uh, flavors of the same flavor like different batches taste different at all oh definitely i mean like we get different kinds of barrels depending on the year you know like we you don't reliably always have a supply of one kind of barrel and some some are like real vanilla forward some have kind of a cherry thing or a fig thing going for them yeah. and then you know every year's temperature is different even even yeah. as we keep it Pretty much temperature controlled like they're going to see little variances and yeah. the way that the you know, oxidation works in beer you're going to get different flavors every time it's kind of cool it's just like we brew anti-hero or rev pills or fist city to be like really consistent batch to batch mm -hmm. part of the reason people come back year after year for what is like essentially the same beer in some cases d-star and all that is because they can just be different like yeah. these are living breathing things that like reach an end point when you package them that can look a lot different one year to the next and it's kind of cool to go in and like see what's different see what's new see yeah. which year you like yeah yeah this is uh it's a it's fucking good is what it this is, is a, <laughs> this is a barley wine this is barley, this wine, barley yeah. wine this is a pretty like dark this is a pretty dark wine. barley wine yeah. i can't front you i like barley look revolution got me first of all introduced me to barley wine but then when i have one at home yeah it's it's like I've definitely had one watching a movie, chilling, and it's nice and warm. Yeah. It feels warm. It's silky. It's, it's, yeah, oh, it's silky. Yeah. It's silky, for sure. And this one, DBVSOJ, double. All about the acronyms, baby. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Double barrel. Very special old jacket. Very special. But yeah, well, that's that's where these kind of designations came from. <laughs> like we, was an, an, an eye and an honor to the cognac producers. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, for sure. No, this is good. Um, yeah, this is. I mean, there's no bitterness in this. This is yeah. just like the most pure expression of for kind sure. of malt. For sure. Um, you know, it's it's as warm as one of those thick Irish sweaters, but it's not as itchy, which is nice. Now there's still hops in this. There are still hops in it, but they functionally don't express at all. They're in there for mm. just kind of their antibacterial, antimicrobial properties. Um, mm. And by the time, I mean, any beer, the hops fall out stored at ambient temperature. Well, these, 
you know, these have been in these barrels for two to three years. Like most of the hop aromas, the hop uh, flavors are gone, which is fine because that's nothing like what you build like the barrel, the base of a barrel aged barley wine on. However, you get like you get yourself an unaged barley wine, something fresh like uh, Bigfoot, say, and that can, I mean, that is like aggressively hopped. It can be, it can be kind of a, can be kind of a like a shock if you're only used to these kind of butterscotchy Werther's Originals slow pour in a movie kind of beers. Yeah, yeah. So before we get out of here, I saw you on Chopped. <laughs> I apologize. No, you're fine. <laughs> I saw John on Chopped. My kids love Chopped. They play Chopped. Give me fake food and create a dish with it. Um, you on there because of uh, crust fun. Mm -hmm. Tell us what is crust fun? Crust fun is me selling pizzas out of my alley to <laughs> just benefit the places I like in Chicago, people who do good work. Uh, connections for abused women and their children, my block, my hood, my city. Yeah, I got their sweatshirt. Um, the Friendship Center food pantry by me is like, I live in Ravenswood and I, there's still a line across the block on my food pantry. Like there's yeah, yeah. more to do in Chicago and people kind of let on. And if I don't do this, then I got to listen to my Fox News watch an ant talk about what a crappy city we have. Oh, man. People will meet someone in a dark alley. They'll meet me in a dark alley and give me money to give to a great cause for pizza. Like, people are cool. Crust Fund is cool people doing that to support really good causes. And yeah, weirdly enough, I ended up on Chop. That was surreal. So before we get to Chop, though, um, how long ago did you start this? It was August 2020. It was prior on the last time I was on the show. Because oh, I remember wow. we just talked about... Um, 2020? So, you yeah, started Crust Fund in 2020. August 2020. I was so like, was, what is John doing in the alley with pieces? What is right, going on? Right, right, well, right. John hit his breaking point. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. It could not have been very long after we discussed RT4. It, it yeah, was. Yeah, for right, sure. Right, right, right. Um, but it was, uh, it was that, 2020, and like, I kept doing I had no idea what I was doing, right? First of all, you shouldn't try to run a restaurant outside of your alley, but that's okay. I stuck to that part. Like, I had no, what I was, no idea what I was doing in terms of prep or turnaround, or like how many people would show up. And uh, I've been sold out every month since. And people wow. are very cool about supporting. And so how'd you get the word out? Our old friend Instagram. There you go. Yep. Originally, I didn't want to give strangers my address. Yeah. Because I have heard a true, a true kind podcast or two, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause like the alley's safer, yeah. Yeah. uh, but like it got to be this thing where it's like, people started talking about like, oh, this is the pizza alley. And like, it became, it became like unintentionally became like the whole marketing, yeah. uh, hook of it all. It's like, yeah, yeah, go meet this bearded man in an alley and it's going to go better than you think. Like people will show up and like go, oh, I actually didn't think this was really in an alley. And it is in an alley and it delights them. <laughs> But it's cool. Yeah. Like every night, like I serve the last pizzas, crack a beer, sit on the tailgate of my truck, RIP. I'm a minivan man now, so I just kind of sit in a chair Whoa. and add up, you know, just on the back of a receipt, like add up what we raised for the night and post it and people feel good because nobody gives me the money. I just say, go donate here. You got to send me the receipt to pick up your pizza. So I just mm. got an inbox full of receipts from people making donations. That way people know the money's going to a good place. I don't have to trust this face. Would you trust this face? No. And that's how it runs every month. We, we raised up, we are over $60,000 since I started. That's a lot of pizza. Okay, and so how do we get to 
starting in 2020 and this is 2023 you're on chat that's wild so <laughs> i said so my wife she had our third kid like it was you know summer shout out three key if you know what I mean. <laughs> right <laughs> the theme is you're in it now yeah it's a wrap uh <laughs> but uh you know in summer 2022 and i was like all right take a little easy you know have some parental time i remember what it's like when you have an infant like you're not a person you're just yeah. you exist in a phantom zone but uh it was maybe right before we went in the hospital right as we were in the hospital with the little newborn but it's like i got a call and I, you know i don't answer my phone no one uses their phone as a phone anymore it's all spam but yeah. I, they left a message so i i listened and it was like oh hey i'm calling you know it's company we'd like to talk to you about having you on chopped and i looked at my sleeping wife who had just given birth again and i was like probably probably wait on this a little while but uh <laughs> yeah. so i just called out of the blue when i was trying to do less for a couple months with a new baby ended up and i i ended up leaving all three kids with my wife flying to new york uh cooking in that wild wow. chop kitchen um i didn't sleep at all the night before and that whole day oh this You're is in a cool new thing york, right? specifically for beers and yeah. bars the studio where Chop records, give me the address. It's 106th and Park Avenue. You remember the show? Yeah, yeah, 106 and Park. I was like, why do what? I, like, I know, I was like, I've been to New York like like a handful of times. Why do I know this ad? Like, I'm going there on the subway. Why do I know this address? 106 and Park. Get out, yes. get out of here. Was, I'm telling you. It was so, Yo. now, yeah, now, now it's just guys who look like this burning things <laughs> on accident, but like, Back then, that was the only place I got my hip hop videos when I was growing up. Yeah. And it was pretty cool. And it was this big studio in Harlem that just has a whole lot going on. That's dope. Anyway. That's crazy. But this, the show is crazy, right? Because you see, you see like the chapter reading, you know, like four cooking stations next to each other. Yeah. What you don't see is like this entire like NFL owner's box of producers and all the camera people and all the grips and the pantry and the judges and everything. It is wild. It is like this whole food thunderdome. Damn. And, I remember just thinking, like, as, you know, like, you open the baskets and you reach in and, and do whatever. I was like, I could very easily just go into the fetal position right now and cook nothing. <laughs> I'm like, they probably have to psych screen this thing pretty hard. Because, um, like, you can't, you know, it's like you cook at home, you know, like you open yourself a beer, 17% uh, barley wine. Yeah, you can do you know, anything. You put, yeah. on, you put on the good music. Yeah. Make sure you have plenty of time. Uh, you just, like, cook at your own yeah, leisure. Right, right. This is, like you and your lizard brain against the oh shit circumstances yes. that we're putting you in yeah and it's like do you have I, I call it like oh shit could you have an oh shit cooking style and yes. like thankfully i did like yeah. it was a great time i would have liked to go a little further but man i was wrung out by the time we hit that final round so just to get there was cool i mean like mike mike carter right like dude from philly down north pizza amazing chef yeah. uh he could have won any day. Like any one right. of us could have won or right. lost. Those things right. are like those margins are razor thin there. Yeah. Right. But uh, I respect any guy uh, A from Philly and B who names all his pieces after hip hop songs. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember because I saw this. I saw the episode a few months ago. But how far did you make it? You made, made it, it past the made first it to round. the finals. I made it to the finals. Yeah. And then I really galaxy brained myself with dessert instead of just frying my pizza dough like a good Midwestern boy ought to do. Uh, but it was cool. It was good. Like, yeah, yeah, I, you yeah. know, six inches the other direction. I don't even make it out of the first round. You know? Right, right. It's like yeah. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take and enjoy the things you have. 
I was, I had not really slept the night before because I kept like having these stress nightmares of like, I'm on a cocktail show and I can't find vermouth and I wake up and I was like, right. okay, I guess I'm not sleeping much. So I've been up, you know, I was, I was at, I was at those studios at five in the morning. Yeah. I got out after nine o'clock at night. I was so wired from just having done something like that, that like yeah. I had to go find a bar. Luckily, New York, like Chicago, they got bars. Yeah, that's what's up, man. <laughs> so it was a good time. It's just like, it is existentially wild to me that some college kid is gonna, is gonna go a little too hard this Thanksgiving weekend, gonna roll into consciousness the next day, turn on a soothing cable channel, and hear my Midwestern vowels just honking in his ear until he feels like getting up and getting some White Castle. Like, that's wild. You just live, you live in this streaming app around this cable service forever. I love it. It's cool. It's, immort it's immortality is what it is. It really is. For I think sure. that's a good spot, man. Yeah, man. Um, look, man, we've been through three beers. Two to three ounces three. of three. And these aren't like light beers. These aren't, these are all over 10%. These are specifically 14, heavy beers. <laughs> 15 to 16. I feel pretty chill right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm definitely feeling it. I feel should, chill. Should we get a, should we get a cold time premium lager? <laughs> we Shout out cold time. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Let's do hey, that. Man. Beers and bars. 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 Be